Hey, it's Beth here, episode 411. Listen to the somber music. This is perfect for my movie review of Maybe I Do. First of all, it's the worst title ever. Okay, the cast is amazing. Richard Gere and Diane Keaton, the last time they shared the screen was 1977 in the crime drama Looking for Mr. Goodbar. Okay, it ends up a little bit better than that, but barely. Susan Sarandon's in it, Bill Macy's in it, Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey, who were so adorable in Holiday, came out in 2020. Plenty of chemistry. You were rooting for them to get together. This one, the exact opposite. She's the bridesmaid, she's at a wedding, she wants to catch the bouquet. She's been living with this guy, Luke, for years, giving him everything she has. The greatest line in the movie is, you're just living me with me long enough to find out what's wrong with me and then you're gonna leave. That's it. That's how I feel about living with a man for seven years. You're auditioning for a role he's just not gonna give you. So that, I was into it, absolutely into it in the very beginning because I thought this really needs to come out. This, what we've done to these girls, the position they're in, it is, I've seen so many girls in this position, getting older and older, and then finally giving the guy the ultimatum. Okay, she gives the guy the ultimatum, right? Unfortunately, it's in this movie, and it it suffers from the trifecta of disappointment, which is when you have a writer, director, producer. It's only worse when it's also the star. That means that Michael Jacobs, this man, you can't tell him, hey, Mike, you know, I don't think this is working. I think we need to punch this up. I think we need to, you know, cut a little bit. No, he's God on the set. So one interesting thing, it was filmed in Montclair, New Jersey. People went crazy. Nothing like it ever happened before. They actually use a Nancy Myers house. So Diane Keaton is in another gorgeous kitchen. I'm still in the movie when all this is going on, but the storyline is more, it's okay. It's slightly less depressing than Carly Simon's song. That's the way I always heard it should be. And so you want to marry me. How take all the oxygen out of the room, all the happiness out of Christmas. And that's what this wedding is going to be. We're fighting for her ultimate ultimatum to that, that she grabs him by the neck, squeezes really hard till he finally says, I do. And he has that attitude. So then we have the parents and I don't know, maybe if you lived on a deserted island, I could buy this. They're both having affairs with the other spouse. And oh my gosh, the scene with Susan Sarandon and Richard Gere in bed where there is no sexual chemistry whatsoever. Although I don't, it's really hard with Richard Gere chemistry, I get it. She's got these, she's in a nightgown. She looks, oh, I don't know. It's just so pathetic, it's so sad. And the affair is over. And he's being mean to her, really mean. So on the way out, she says to him, 
I'm going to figure out a way to kill you and get away with it. Next time she sees him, it's because Emma and gave Luke the ultimatum, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, went home to the parents, and the parents have never even met this guy. That's the other problem. They, they pay their own bills. They live in apartments. You're not part of anything. This guy, he, you know, it was true. You know, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? He's getting the milk for free. She's serving it on a silver platter in a bed she's half paying for. Why would he change anything? This is when mom and dad have to come in. And you got to meet this guy. And you meet him again. And you meet him again. And you start staring at him. Because he's got it made. And her time's running out. His time isn't. So honestly, Richard Gere, the best line in the whole movie is, I think I have a right to meet the guy who's guy and his family who's sleeping with my daughter. I'm like, yeah, you do. You totally do. You get to meet the other parents. And you, you get to all talk in the driveway about what's going on. It's just not fair to the girl. So all that was great. But her her energy in this one is I, I tried to find out what was going on on the set of this movie. If they were all taking Thorazine or something. It is the most boring movie I've ever seen. So <laughs> what what happens is it's just it's just horrible. The story goes on and on and we keep going over the same premises and the worst thing is these two couples make marriage look so horrible. And honestly, it's it's not that bad. I mean, it's great. It's it not that rom-coms don't operate like this. Rom-coms are about optimism and people getting together and fighting for something. Nobody's fighting for anything. They're just going to do it anyway. Oh, it's so sad. I mean, so many wonderful actors, so much could have happened. It just, you know, there were two premises. The first one is, I told you, we really need to deal with the fact that we've left these girls hanging. If your daughter is living with a man, I don't care if they live halfway around the world, you need to go and meet this guy, see the apartment and show him your wristwatch and say the clock is ticking. Even if she gets mad at you, I think having a mom or a dad who's not quite thrilled with the setup is a little bit of pressure on this guy that this isn't what she wants. She actually wants to get married and have children, or she actually wants to be asked to be married. I have not met a girl that wouldn't appreciate that gesture. It's beautiful. It means I love you. It means I'm not living with you and still looking around or living with you and hoping that you get a hold of the fact that uh, every month, one day, you're not that great. You know, nobody's looking at him. That's the problem with this setup. She wants something. She's on a time limit. He's not. He's got all the marbles. And the way society had it set up before was he had none of the marbles. And he wanted all the marbles. That's the way you get. That's the way you get this to work. And then after you get married, give him all the marbles. Who cares? You got everything you want. You just don't have everything you want when you're 36 
and you've been living with someone for eight years, going to wedding after wedding after wedding, catching the bouquet time and time again. And when he steals the bouquet from her at this wedding, and she says it's the most embarrassing moment of my life, we don't address it. Like this movie, everything, there is no follow through on anything. It's, it's a very strange movie. There's no, there's no moment, you know, the moment in rom-coms where everything falls apart, people do things wrong, and then they sit on the floor looking at the room that's destroyed and they have their first really healthy conversation. Doesn't happen in this movie. The second, there were two big things in this movie. That was the first one, that these girls are in this awful position to have to give an ultimatum. These gorgeous, beautiful girls. I, it makes me sick. The second one is, this killed me, absolutely, because it looked like Michael Davis, the writer, producer, director of this movie, was um, channeling all of the Bronte sisters all together because Susan Sarandon, has an affair with Richard Gere, okay? They really do, before it went all sour, they actually do the coupling, okay? It's a done thing. That's what he did wrong. Okay, Diane Keaton, on the other hand, she is having her first night with Bill Macy, okay? And they go to some tacky motel. They sit there together. Of course, there's no chemistry. There's no chemistry anywhere in this movie. But they sit there on the bed, with a bucket of fried chicken and porns on. And she's looking at it like she's never seen anything like this in her whole life. She has a daughter. And he sits there and eats fried chicken. And that is the only passionate moment of the movie is when he takes his first bite of the fried chicken. But anyway, the resolution of this movie with the two couples is like a million other movies, stories, books, Bibles, whatever, before. Richard Gere and Diane get back together magically. Now he cheated. He really did the deed. And she only thought about it. I don't even think she had fried chicken. I don't think she did one thing wrong on that bed. And horror of horrors. It's the same exact guilt that they feel. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's like an aw shucks guilt. Oh, we both, you know, really, our foot slipped both simultaneously. No, he did it for four months behind your back. Four months. That means four months with 30 days in him, average it out. So for 120 days, he was lying to you, saying he was playing poker. That doesn't leave a mark on you. That's the same thing as you sitting on a bed watching some guy eat fried chicken? No, no. I, I am tired of women being painted into this corner where we don't have the same emotions when we get cheated on that men do. We have the same emotions. And if we have to suck them down, that guy's going to pay for it later on when he's older. It's just, it's not clearing the air. I was so disappointed. And then Susan Sarandon, the whore from Babylon, of course, ends up lonely. So there's a virginal... Diane Keaton wearing her virginal, you know, belts that are six inches, not wide, long, taking up her entire waist, stomach and everything. She's wearing that schoolgirl outfit. Of course, it's not, it's not school she goes to. I get it. And Susan Sarandon has like the whole, you know, 
breast thing hanging out of her. Okay, so Diane the Virgin gets her husband back. She feels great about it. They're happy. I'm, I'm like, what? And then Susan Sarandon and Bill Macy cannot at all recover. I'm like, that is not fair. That's not fair. That's so Scarlet Letter. That's not fair. I just, I mean, come on. We're, these people are in their late 60s, early 70s. They're in their 70s, actually. Let's be honest. We're going to keep acting like that's fair? Like that's the way the world works? Because it's not. So I was sitting there at the end of the movie just going, what? And of course, the theater was empty. But I was like, please don't. Don't keep telling this fairy tale that women are made of better stuff, that we're more understanding, more loving, more every forgiving. No, no, those, those two events are not equal, all right, in anybody's book. I don't care what book you're reading. Nobody, no woman, anywhere, anywhere would say, oh, honey, we were both being just rascals. No. So, wow, this movie blew my mind in so many ways. I don't even know if it's worth Netflix. I really don't. It, it was, but of course you got to watch it because it is our age group. But I mean, come on, we can tell the truth now. We're old enough to tell the truth. That's not how it works. Okay. So, you know, check it out because it is fun to see the old gang together. But, oh, and this is the big thing on all the reviews, like um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it, gave it one and a half tomatoes, but they were like, red alert, red alert. It's so avant-garde. These older people actually want to have love and sex in their lives. I'm like, wow, I need to write that down. I didn't know that. People in their 60s would want to be loved and have affection and romance. So it was startling for everyone under 35. Whew. And of course they kept it chaste so that young people could handle it. Although... Truth be told, young people aren't coming to this movie to see this. So it was kind of like Sesame Street gone wrong. The sexuality, the passion was just about the fried chicken. And it did look good. So anyway, this one, I don't know. The Blue Hairs and I are just not into it. We're probably not going to give it anything, even though it's got great talent. So and nothing, nobody got to have one moment where they shined. There was no shining going on. Not even Bill Macy, who usually can do anything. Nothing. Diane Keaton, nothing. She looked old and tired in her cute little outfit. Susan Sarandon in her nightgown. And Richard Gere, I wanted to punch him. So, you know, and this movie could have used a dog or two because that would have lightened up things. So, nobody had an animal. That's interesting. This was, this was like, this was chaste and it was irritating and the young couple didn't even look like I kept thinking why don't you guys go back out to the drawing board go out find someone that you actually can't wait to marry both of you that you're just dying there was nothing like that going on with this young couple it just looked like it was time yuck so anyway if it was a rom-com it wasn't the only thing that anybody loved in this movie was fried chicken, and that is easy to do. So I'll stay saying 
You stay sane. I saw this one for you. Keep your money in your pocket. Everyone else in the country is. I think it's made $2,200. So I'll be back. Just wanted to take care of this one for you. Thanks. Bye-bye.